Hey podcast, be sure to listen in for five things that you may have missed this weekend that'll affect the week ahead. China, the report, weather throughout the world, short-term stabilization, and cash basis effects. Enjoy. Hey everybody, uh, this is Chris Barron and Dwayne Lowry. Welcome to the AgView Pitch. And welcome Dwayne. How's it going this evening or this afternoon, I guess? Hi, uh, good, Chris. How was everything there? Pretty good. Today was shop cleaning day, so um, trying to get my head wrapped back around uh, <clears throat> what's going on with the markets and kind of what you think there. So sometimes we got to do the the other stuff too. But uh, what are you thinking uh, as we go into the market here tonight and into the upcoming week after that uh, kind of surprising report? Well, if I'm really honest, I'm not exactly sure what to think if I uh, look at all the things and that are could possibly be inputs and then throw it into a pot, mix it together and try to come up with a conclusion. I'm not sure I have one, but uh, I think we can break it down into a few different segments. Um, first of all, uh, uh, let's set aside the reports for just a second from Friday. Um, over the weekend, uh, President Trump met with uh, President Xi and by most accounts, that meeting went better than expected. And uh, there was some progress made and start uh, trade talks will resume again. That doesn't necessarily mean a fix, but it is an interesting combination that the uh, on Friday, China did come in and buy over half a million tons of US beans. And then it's interesting that on Saturday, uh, President Trump appeared to give up what was would be seen as a fairly significant concession in terms of that uh, he's going to allow U.S. tech companies to sell goods to the uh, Chinese tech firm that's been in, in the news. And uh, uh, domestically in China, that's going to be played as a as a big win for, for President Xi and, and a concession by by President Trump. I'm not sure how much that of that really was a concession and how much of that by the time the details worked out you know, really was a concession, but nonetheless, that's how it's being portrayed. Considering the marketplace didn't really care about this meeting, and every time we have one of these meetings, Trump comes out and says how much agricultural goods every, uh, China's going to buy, and people are getting kind of numb to that. But it, I do think it is possible that this might be the time that that proves to be correct. So I think that's kind of a supportive uh, item tonight, and I think it's probably something that if it's if it's uh, true, we'll be we'll see signs of that here during the next uh, several days. And I guess I'm somewhat optimistic that we'll see that that would be a, a pleasant surprise if we got if we do get that, let's get some business out of that. As far as the weather is concerned, I find it difficult to, to know how to react to weather. Uh, the trade in general is uh, looks at weather as being uh, non threatening. Um, and everything's assessed for the crops that are in the ground right now and as they're growing right now with no assessment being made about, you know, how far behind they are or anything else. They're just looking at the here and now. And I think the weather gets a fairly, you know, non-threatening or somewhat uh, uh, beneficial type of spin. If you go to Europe, you get weather spin that's a little bit uh, less, uh, a little bit more threatening. They've been dealing with a lot of heat. Some of the temperatures are going to ease back, but they still have expanding moisture, dryness, stress areas. That's true for the former Soviet Union um, and uh, as well. 
Um, so globally, I'd say weather is maybe a little bit supportive. And uh, then you go back to the reports. And uh, as the weekend has had a chance to digest this, you know, nobody has any faith in, in uh, Friday's USDA acreage data. But the, this industry has a way of trying to give credibility to these reports, even when they don't seem like they deserve credibility. And by that, I mean that the price action tends to uh, kind of back it up over the next few days. Uh, in this particular case, um, if we stabilized here, that would be a, a plus in the case of corn. Um, does that mean we trade below uh, Friday's low or not? There's nothing magical about Friday's low. We certainly can. My suspicion is we'll come in here tonight. We'll, everything will be higher tonight. Uh, maybe not by very much, but I think it'll be up. And then uh, we'll see if we can hold it together and, and stabilize. I think in the case of beans, I think the market's probably going to gain some momentum. I think there's more short covering to take place. Um, when people drive around this weekend, uh, they have to be uh, wondering where USDA is coming from. They still have to see all the crops that are delayed in, in maturity and, and advancement. Uh, beans are small almost everywhere and uh, some yet to be planted, yet to emerge. And uh, these facts on the ground are not ch changed by Friday's report. Cash basis was stronger yet Friday afternoon. So that storyline hasn't changed. And so there are some of those types of realities, but I'd like to think the market can quickly uh, recover Friday's losses in corn, but I'm not sure that's really thinking head instead it might be thinking with my heart so um, I'm struggling to figure out how to handle this short term but I'm fairly confident that uh, we will go back and revisit the highs that we made in June and I'm kind of optimistic we're probably going to make higher highs in that level but it's kind of difficult to have that opinion um, without looking over your shoulder a little bit after uh, Friday's reports. Do you think some of the people in the marketplace here are going to think if we see the, the corn market in particular trending a little bit lower over the next week or so and just kind of staying under pressure and, and going down a little bit, do you think that's going to be viewed as a buying opportunity or do you think it is a buying opportunity or, or what's your thought there? Well, Let's look at it slightly different perspective. I don't think the trade is going to look at selling weakness here as an opportunity. Now, as far as whether weakness is a buying opportunity, it might be, but nobody's going to feel real confident or comfortable with that until a few days pass. Because like I've said before, we trade money and everybody knows that uh, Friday's price action caught corn longs by surprise. And, um, you know, we might have a little bit of liquidation to go through, but mm -hmm. even after Friday's sell-off, unless you were a buyer just in the last couple of weeks, if you were a buyer from any time before that, you know, you're probably still not anywhere close back to your entry point. But uh, there's always, you know, recent buyers that the market has to digest, and that's what we're going to deal with. So I think weakness is probably a buying opportunity, but... Uh, People are going to give respect to the price action from Friday, even if they don't particularly agree with the report. So people won't have confidence in stepping up there and buying that thing until we get maybe a few days down the road.
Gotcha. Any other comments as we move into this week that you can think of? We can keep this one kind of short, but, you know, until we learn a little bit more here Monday as we go into the week, but any other final well, comments? Friday after the report in the podcast, I mentioned that one of the main things I was looking at was to see how calf's basis performed. And if it didn't suddenly show signs of weakness, then the marketplace was telling you they really didn't uh, uh, have a lot of confidence in what USDA said. And Friday afternoon, cash basis tone was firmer in the east and strengthened some additional. So that's one day's vote. We'll see how it is over the next few days. Um, but I think that, you know, it's going to be uh, uh, very interesting to see whether China does step in here and buy something. If they do, I think that suddenly gives credibility to the idea that markets don't have a lot of downside room to go here. And uh, so we'll see if that happens. If if the corn market's going to weaken based on liquidation pressures, it's going to happen, you know, before we go into the July 4th break. If, if we're not able to put much weakness down in, in before that time frame, it's hard for me to believe that we're going to get much of a, a, a break here until we get uh, a better handle on what USDA is really telling us about the acreage story and about the prevent plant. So in a, in a lot of ways, we're going to be out here, you know, trying to figure out uh, what's going on and, and have a lot of uncertainty for all the way into the August 12th crop report. And uh, it's just not good enough in this business to look at what we think we know to be reality on the ground. We have to look over our shoulder at what USDA says, even if we don't agree with it. And we also have to respect price action and price action Friday was not good. And it's important that this price action stabilize, you know, rather quickly and, and uh, avoids uh, building any downside momentum. I think it will stabilize. But right now, it's just thinking that it will stabilize. It's important to see two or three days from now, did we actually stabilize? That's what's going to be important. You bet. Well, thanks a lot, Dwayne. I think um, we'll probably reconvene here uh, Monday um, afternoon, later on in the afternoon, and kind of see how, how things shook out throughout the night, kind of discuss what things might hold for the rest of the week. So. Anyway, thanks everybody for uh, joining us on the AgView pitch and, and we will be back again here soon and talk to you again. Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening everyone. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen because we know a lot of you listen and haven't subscribed yet. This is the quickest way for you to hear the most recent AgView pitch in a timely manner. Also, be sure to share this with family and friends who can get good relevant information from the AgView pitch. Have a great, safe Independence Week and contact us whenever you need. Catch you next time on the Egg View Pitch.